Well, what are we supposed to do now if we have Steelers and Ravens in our lineups? We'll talk about that, plus react to the Thanksgiving games right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5 and a bonus episode of Fantasy Football Today. What's going on, everybody? Whether you're listening in the FFT feed or Fantasy Football Today in 5, good evening, good, good morning, whenever you might be listening. Adam Azer here with Chris Towers. We're going to give you the latest news and talk about the two Thanksgiving games. Chris, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, if people are listening on Friday, you know, happy Thanksgiving yesterday. How well, was it? You're wishing me a happy Thanksgiving. So yeah. I appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Adam. I've had uh, two hand pies Ugh. and uh, one quarter of a pumpkin cheesecake. So <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling good. A hand pie that's like as big as your hand or? it. My wife made them. They're basically like McDonald's apple pies. Oh, okay. That's not so bad and then. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Okay. So good. Well, that's good. Uh, let's talk about Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens, what we know right now. Uh, he tested positive. Four players tested positive on Thursday, and Lamar Jackson's one of them. The facility is not open until Monday at the earliest. So are they going to play this game this week, Chris? What do we know? So one thing that we should note at the top is that, you know, according to the various reports, the NFL and the uh, team owners have discussed the possibility of adding an extra week to the schedule. It would be a week 18 in the event that a game had to be postponed. And it looks like we're heading towards that situation. Obviously it's a little too early to say that, but this is, I think the most extensive outbreak that any team has had. We're looking at at least four days in a row of positive tests for the Ravens. We're up to, I think 11 different players, at least 15 uh, people within the organization. And, the fact that four more tested positive today, that tells you that the outbreak doesn't necessarily seem to be slowing down. So I think there's a pretty good chance this game doesn't get played. What that will mean, I guess it probably just means that the Steelers and Ravens won't get that game in for the fantasy season because, you know, if it gets moved to the to the end and gets tacked on for a week 18, your fantasy league's not going to count that. So I... If that does happen, and it's not guaranteed, obviously, we, you know, there's three more days until the game has to be played. They could get through it. But if that does happen, it's just bad luck for the Steelers and Ravens. They lose, you know, one fifth of their remaining fantasy games and really one third or even half for those of you who are fighting for a playoff. Spot. Sure. It's just bad luck. That's just the situation. Uh, we're living in. Yeah, and if it does get played, I don't know how much confidence you're going to have in Mark Andrews if RG3 is playing quarterback yeah. for them. So that's another factor that we'll have to discuss. But uh, we got a couple minutes left. Let's talk about the games. Houston and Washington both score 41 points today. Houston 41, Detroit 25. What's your takeaway from this game? Houston's passing game is awesome. Uh, Duke Johnston's not great, and the Lions really need DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay back. Marvin Jones... I'm not sure. I'm not sure he needs to be rostered in, I mean, maybe even a 12 team league. You know, he's had opportunities. He had 12 targets today, uh, six catches, 48 yards, no touchdowns. It's another disappointing game for him. I don't think he's had more than 51 games and 51 yards in consecutive games all year. I think he has one game all year with more than 55 yards. Yeah. And he so. left today's game late with uh, what looked like either a knee or a calf injury. I don't know how serious it is. And Washington 41, Dallas 16. So a lot of big fantasy performances, including the Washington DST. They were tremendous. What do you got from this game? 
you know, we were talking about DeAndre Swift, you and I, as this year's version of Miles Sanders. Antonio Gibson might be this year's version of Miles Sanders. He is game script dependent, but you love seeing the seven targets today. Only two targets for J.D. McKissick. Basically, since halftime of week 10, J.D. McKissick has been not all that involved in the passing game. That is great news for Antonio Gibson. I think it's great news for the Washington offense. Yeah, and now they do get Pittsburgh next week and Seattle in three weeks. And those are games that they're probably going to lose. And we'll see what that yeah. means for Antonio Gibson because he usually gets like 13 carries if they're, if it's not a win. But if they're competitive, it's a ton of work. And he's really good. I mean, let's just face it. He's really good. Logan Thomas scores only 20 yards. Not a lot of passing guards in this game. And Ezekiel Elliott, just real quick, what do you think about Ezekiel Elliott? Two more offensive linemen go down. Zeke has a terrible game. Do you trust him going forward? As a, I think he's still a number two running back. It's disappointing given where you drafted him and what he started out the season as. The biggest issue is probably just that he hasn't really been involved in the passing game lately. He has seven catches over his last five games. That is really discouraging and makes it hard for him to have even, you know, a boom game as a number one RB. I know he was last week, but it's going to take a lot of things going right. All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We've got another episode with Jacob Gibbs and some awesome stats that are going to help you with player props and DFS. That's tomorrow. If you leave us a five-star review with a question, we will try to answer it on our Sunday show. See you later, everybody. Thank you.